welcome to the, uh, I guess, the first episode of the movement that we're calling the Awaken. Because the only way to counteract those who are woke is we have to be awake. And uh, it's really a movement that got started on just this last Friday when we did a protest outside of a local hospital protesting against the mandate. Um, so I'm Josh All. I, in one way or another, got into the leadership role of that protest. Um, and I think it went really well. We had quite a few people out there and we're getting ready to plan another one. But today with me, I have Pastor Rob Coburn of the Summit Church in Dover. How's it going, Rob? It's amazing. Good day <laughs> to be here. It is. It is. So, you know, a couple things that we just want to get out and address today is one, we want to talk about messages of unity and hope. And uh, we want to make sure it's very clear that nothing we're talking about, nothing we're doing, this whole show, the movement, everything we're talking about, this is not about the vaccine. No. This is not against the vaccine. It's not for the vaccine. This is 100% against the mandate. Yeah. Uh, everybody should have the right to choose uh, whether or not they want the vaccine and whatever you choose, that's great. Yep. But the mandate is the removal of your ability to choose. Correct. And that's yes. wrong. Yeah, totally wrong. Um, and then we're going to address the fact that if you're listening to this, you need to realize this is going to affect you no matter who you are, no matter your vaccination status, no matter your employment status. It doesn't matter if you're retired. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, uh, 18 or 80. These mandates will at some point in the near future come for all of us. And yeah. we'll, we'll explain that. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. I mean, many people that I've talked to have said, uh, well, it doesn't affect me now. I'm not in the medical field or I'm retired or whatever, but it will. It will affect you at one point or another. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think uh, just a couple questions that have come in from uh, some people over social media that I think would be important just to kind of hit on. Mm -hmm. um, but I think let's let's go right into that. Um, it's going to affect you no matter who you are. Yeah. Uh, I think that what we have to understand if we look through the annals of history is that this is not a new thing. Tyranny is not new. Our, our country was born, the United States of America was born out of tyranny and, and uh, people who were willing to stand and, uh, and say, this isn't, this isn't right. And this quote, I, I've used it many times, but Martin Niemöller, uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, he was a prominent Lutheran pastor in Germany. And uh, he emerged as an outspoken public foe of Adolf Hitler and spent the last seven years of his life in a concentration camp. Uh, or the last seven years of the of the Nazi rule in a concentration camp. And uh, this is the quote that he said, and, and I want to make this to start off the show to say, even though you don't think it's going to affect you, it will affect you at one point or another. And his quote is this, first they came for the socialists and I didn't speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I didn't speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Uh, the point that I want to bring out is that if you wait, uh, your voice not only gets quieter, but your voice has less impact and there's less voices. Right. Yeah. Everyone else who would have stood with you is now gone. Right. And, uh, and many people could say, you know, oh, you brought up something about communism. Well, that's what we're living in. Honestly, mm -hmm. in America, we're living in the beginnings of a communist state. And, uh, and we have to be honest about that. We have to be open about that. We have to acknowledge it. And if we're not going to acknowledge it now, it's going to be much harder to acknowledge it later. 
And so if, if they aren't coming for you today because you're not in the medical field and you're not uh, being required to do this for your company, uh, they will come after you when you have to get the 19th shot uh, to get your social security check um, or whatever. That, that's what's coming down the road. This went from 15 days to, to, to stop the curve, you know, to now 367 days or whatever. I don't know how many it is now mm-hmm. um, to now this whole thing has gone more and more and more. And now there's a mandate saying you have to do this. Right. And I know you say you got to get your 19 shot or whatever. And we kind of chuckle, but that's, that is exactly what we're actually talking about here. So, you know, I had a conversation with a couple people in the last week who are either retired or they've said, oh, I'm just going to retire. You know, my company's forcing me to do this. I'm just going to retire. And then, you know, we'll be okay. And all that stuff. You'll be okay right now. Right. But you know, so I, I want to cite this uh, New York Post article, uh, and it's been written in, in a bunch of different places, but just last week, Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci came out and said that the uh, COVID-19 booster shot will become part of the new uh, standard of fully vaccinated. So what that means is whether you're, you know, double vaccinated, so right now you're considered fully vaccinated, but you might not be considered fully vaccinated in a month. And so, okay, so for the people that are, I'm just, I'm retired, I don't have to worry about it. Well, what happens when they change uh, your, uh, you said your access to social uh, security, you have to be fully vaccinated to continue receiving that. And that's not out of the question. No. We're already seeing that you can't enter a public building without having, being fully vaccinated. Um, I I don't see that too far outside the realm. Well, I mean, if they're willing to take away people's jobs, over fully vaccinated, of course, they're going to take away your social security right. over it, your pensions or whatever. Right. So, and, and and the people that said, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get my two shots so I can keep my job. You know, in three months, fully vaccinated is going to mean two shots plus a booster. Exactly. So if you don't get that booster, the mandate's coming right back at you again. Exactly. This is not going to end until we end it. Yes. And we have the ability to end it now. But as you read, as I just read Martin Emeler, if we don't do it now, it's going to be much harder tomorrow and much harder right. next year and much harder next year. And uh, and I think that the train of this mandate is moving so fast that uh, that the time is very short to yeah. stand. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the OSHA mandate we know. So for anybody who's still kind of not up with everything that's going on, just like I wasn't for a little while, there are two mandates currently. Correct. So it's the OSHA mandate for employers with 100 plus employees. And then there's another mandate, the CMS mandate, which is for the Medicaid, Medicare funding for healthcare facilities. Correct. The OSHA mandate is the one that has been held up in court. It was appealed by the administration and held up again. So uh, OSHA suspended it. It's kind of dead. For now. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're not pushing it, but they're still encouraging employers to enforce it. In fact, the White House came out and said, Mm-hmm. I don't care what the court said. You need to get the, you need to do this. Yeah. And, uh, and so that tells me that this isn't going to stop because a court paused it for now. Um, it's going to come back. It's probably going to come back stronger. And, and if we just use common sense, if it's a hundred today, it'll be 50 tomorrow. Right. It'll be 20 the next day. So if you're in a small business and you're like, ah, I've, I've escaped this. No, the mandate is coming for you because it's going to continue to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you don't think they're going to change the standard or move the goalposts, um, I, I guess you really maybe haven't been watching. 
yeah, 300 and some days <laughs> or 600 days yeah. or whatever it's been. Uh, it's, it's just been crazy to have all this time pass and the goalposts move 15 days. You have to, we need a vaccine. We get a vaccine. Oh, well now you need to, you need, we need herd immunity. Now we need, uh, you know, now you need this mandate that everybody has it. And now, okay, it's, it's not going to change. And, you know, I, I truly believe that that's what the founders were dealing with, with the King. Um, you know, and, uh, and they were, uh, uh, now you're going to do this. Now you're going to do that. Now you're going to do that. Well, there comes a point when you either stand or you don't. And I think that that's the point in which we're in right now. And, and, uh, that obviously took a, a, a turn of, of war. I don't know that that's where we're headed. I hope not. Mm. But, but what it does is it means that people have to stand up and, and being a pastor in 2021, um, it's our role. It's our role. If the government is, is diabolical and crazy and, and, th- and legislation and mandates are coming from darkness, um, it's our role to, to stand. It's our role to be the, the regiment of, of leaders who are going to say, we're taking on the responsibility to help our people, help the people of our community, of our region to stand amidst the darkness. I mean, how many conversations I've had in the last month of people that are just feeling like they've got no control of their life. They've got no freedom. And we're not even at a point where that, that's just the feeling they're having. Mm -hmm. If we don't speak out now, you won't have any. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one, another big push behind, you know, this show and everything that we're starting to do is just letting everybody out there know you're not alone. Right. Like that was what the protest was all about. I'll be honest with you. The protest, I know that standing out in front of the hospital is not going to all of a sudden make the hospital change their policy no, the next they're, day. They're more looking at That's the not going to happen. And I know that, but it's about making sure that everybody who's inside the building, who's worried about losing their job, worried about taking care of their families. What am I going to do? I don't want the shot. They're going to take my job. Those people knew on that day that they were very supportive because the, the air was not quiet for two and a half hours outside that hospital horns building, and- horns honking the whole time, people hanging out of their windows, yelling, you know, well, I won't say what they were yelling, uh, <laughs> in yeah. support, in support in- of the movement. Yeah. And uh, it was just really great. And everybody just kind of coming together and feeling that sense of community that we support each other. We know this isn't right. There were vaccinated people and unvaccinated people, arm in arm, holding signs, waving American flags, who know that this just is not right. Right. And, uh, and I think that what we have to understand is that this is the, the people that showed up, the people that drove by that didn't know they just drove by. I think that what everyone out there has to understand is the media will tell you that you're alone, that, that you're in the minority. You're not. No, you're not. Um, and, and the stuff that is being propagated on the American public is being propagated from a position of power and authority, and we're going to make it happen. And what we have to understand is they work for us. They work for us. And that's how this country was founded. And it was founded because there were dictators, a king, who was imposing his ideas and his rule on people who wanted to be free. And the reason why we wanted to be free was because scripture tells us that we are. And so I I think that we have to understand that this this Judeo-Christian biblical foundation of the country is what this attack is upon and about. It's and freedom. It's not about a virus. There's been viruses in the past, swine flu, all that stuff. It, 
That's not what this is about. It's about opposing freedom and taking control of the people of this country and doing away. Their war is not against COVID. The war is against our freedom. The war is against our way of life. And if we're not going to talk about it now, we're never going to talk about it. So we just have to, that's the point of this, this show is, is let's highlight what's really going on. It's not about COVID-19. This mandate is not about keeping people safe because as you know, my family, a lot of them are in the medical field and, uh, and having the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting it. Doesn't stop you from transmitting it. Doesn't stop. No, it, it helps you maybe lessen the symptoms, but it's not protect. It's not about patient care. And so the mandate, the mandate is strictly to control hospital systems. And ultimately, I believe to get to a single payer system uh, of medical in this country, which does away with the free market. That's what I believe the war is on right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that uh, patient care because that's a lie. Yeah, we keep getting, it gets thrown around, you know, uh, this is all about patient care. If you don't get the shot, you don't care about your patient, whatever. Come on. That is not true because if this were about, if this were about patient care in a public health crisis, you wouldn't fire hundreds and thousands of nurses right. and doctors who are out there and, and were out there during the entire pandemic facing this thing face to face. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. You wouldn't do that. And you wouldn't be threatening to take away people's health care by to, you know, firing them. Right. Exactly. Not in, that doesn't make sense. It's not about public health. It's not care. about, it's not about public health at all. It's about control. It's about power. Um, and it's about making their ideal of what this country's about, um, come to the forefront. And that is that there's, there's, I can't get into it. <laughs> we'll be in trouble. <laughs> no, well, well, and we might have to at some point yeah. though, you never know. But I do know that I, I, and I'll have to vet this and, and find the source, but I heard a stat and I've heard it multiple times from different outlets. So I, I trust it. Um, roughly 7% of the U S population actually supports what's going on. I wouldn't doubt it at all. So that number to me says, why are we letting 7% of the population drive this thing? If there's 93% of the population that's like, you know what, I agree with some of this, even if they agree with some of it, but it's like, ah, it just isn't sitting right. And then there's the others that are just adamantly against it. Why aren't we all standing up together? Well, because the system, the system is rigged against your voice. Okay. So, um, in the founding of our country, the, we stood up to have a voice because we were not being represented. We were not, we didn't have a voice. And so we stood up, the country was founded on us having a voice The over the hundreds of years of, of trying to dumb down our society, we've tried to take away the individual voice. And so that's really what this is about, I believe. And so whether it's 7% or whatever, I don't know, but if, if that statistic is correct, I, I believe it probably is, um, then the larger number of people out there in this, in this nation believe what you believe. And if we're not going to be willing to talk about it, then no one will know that that many people believe what we believe. Yeah. And I think, um, and, and if you're watching this drop, drop an answer in the comments or, or something, let yeah. us know what you think, because I feel like a lot of people are just hesitant to speak out because it's, well, what if I speak out and then there's negative ramifications. What if my employer's like, Hey, you shouldn't be saying this stuff or I lose a family member or a friend because they think they, differently than me. I was that way for a while. I, I said, I don't want to speak out too publicly because, you know, I work with a lot of people in the 
community and I don't want to rub anybody the wrong way. And then as soon as these mandates came out, it was like, I either have to, like, that was my line in the sand Yeah. and they crossed it. So now it's time to speak out. And the thing is, you're probably going to get fired anyway. Yeah. Down the line. Yeah. At some point. Later. So even, even if you, even <laughs> if you get your, your paperwork approved that you can stay for now, uh, they're coming, they're coming for more. I, I love what you said about there's a line. Every single one of us have a line. Um, and you, you read about Martin Niemöller's line. Um, we all have a line that we have drawn in the sand to say, this is how far I'll let them go to take away my freedom. Mm-hmm. We all have that line. And my question is, if we don't address that as a population, if we don't address that, it, then we're in trouble. And the reason why I say that is, is we're a free country, not because of documents that are sitting in an airtight, uh, you know, preserved in Washington, DC. We are free because every generation has to defend freedom. Yes. Every generation. We had the greatest generation of our history who, who fought overseas to protect, to protect the right for us to have Mm -hmm. freedom. I, I think that and this is my own personal opinion. I think that over time, the people that oppose freedom have said, if we come at Americans and try to take away their freedom front on, they're going to stand up and they're going to they're gonna fight back. Mm-hmm. So the process of degrading freedom in America has come from un- underneath and, and inside through the education system and all that. But, um, but it's come through this virus because... We innately as Americans want to help and we want to serve and we want to be good people. And so they're using that as the weapon against us. Well, you're not a good person if you don't do this. Yep. Yep. And, and that's the play in this game. And if we call out the, the enemy at work, we'll always leave a trail. And if you come down and you get to the point where you actually highlight and say, wow, I know how they're trying to propagate this stuff. And I agree with you 100% as you started the show. I, I've got people in my family that are vaxxed, people that aren't vaxxed, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about your freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if we call it out and say, listen, they're using your emotions to try to get you to make a decision that you have the right to make on your own, but they're trying to force you and, and guilt you into making a decision. Uh, you're going to find out in the end that it was probably an agenda that you didn't agree with. Um, but it may not look that way at this point. hundred percent agree. One thing, and we've been talking about it, just pay attention whenever you're hearing, I don't know, media or just people talk or whoever it is, just pay attention to the the language that is being used and the definitions that are the way they're defining the language, I should say. And and it goes back to that fully vaccinated. Right. So that's so that's the language they're using. They're not saying, you know, um, you either have to be vaccinated or you lose your job. You have to be fully, fully vaccinated. vaccinated. So exactly. they can, and they can change the definition of fully vaccinated whenever they want to. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, don't think that just because, okay, I'm going to go out and get my, my two shots and, and keep my job. You will for now, but this isn't over. Right. This is only the beginning of all of this, but it can be over. Well, that's, okay. Good point. Yeah. That's it, what I meant. It's not over, but it can be. Yeah. If, if, as you said, I mean, because you said that there were all these people 
I don't know the status of people other than they were there and they said what they were mm -hmm. um, vaccinated, unvaccinated. When we join together and say, listen, um, we are joining together to say, I don't care what you are at this point or, or ever. We are going to support each other in this one key thing. And that is freedom. Yep. That's it. exactly. Um, you have the right to choose what goes in your body and you have the right to choose what you don't have in your body. And ultimately there are consequences to our choices and we have to understand that, but also that we have the freedom to make the choice. And I, I know that the ultimate driving force behind this is not about the health of our community. It's about the control of our community. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that is just so clear to me. And so, um, let's, let's unite around freedom. Let's awaken ourselves to what freedom really is. You know, I, I truly believe that we haven't really been a free country for a long time and it's taken this crisis to awaken the hearts and minds of people to say, wow, we probably haven't been free for a long time and we got to figure this out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's, that's the, the, the two big things that we tried to make sure were very clear during the protest is we, we're going to, we're going to unite on two main things, two key things. And the rest, as long as we agree on two main things, then the rest is we can debate, whatever. The first thing is medical freedom of choice. <laughs> yeah. Your body's your body. You have medical freedom of choice. The government doesn't control that. Number two, you believe in the constitution and the bill of rights. If we agree on those two things. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care your vaccination status. I don't care oh. your thoughts on any, it doesn't matter. As long as we can stand together on those two things, I'll talk, we can discuss anything else. That's cool. Exactly. Exactly. And that is the, the point of this is to separate people. Have you felt it? <laughs> I mean, the, the yeah. point of this is to keep people separated. Sure. And that means that dialogue cannot happen. And that means that, and, and it's also the, the behind the scenes is, is that you have to agree on a hundred percent of things or you're battling each other. You felt, you felt that too, like through this whole process, through this whole crisis, it's been, if you don't agree with me a hundred percent, then we're at war. Um, yep. no, that's not it. That's not it. Now we do have to agree on freedom. Um, you know, we do have to agree on your rights to your body because it is your body. Um, but other than that, let's discuss, let's have dialogue. Let, that's why this show is so important mm -hmm. is because you may not agree with what pastor Rob says. You may, you may not agree with any of the other guests on the show, but, um, but you have to understand that we're in a country where you actually still have the right to express your opinion today, at least yeah. on this day. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and the future of this show, um, I'll be real honest. I really don't know what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly the the beauty of it is this, I don't know where it's going to go, um, but I've already got, a, you know, quite a, a list of um, potential guests to come in. I've got other co-hosts that are going to be joining us, yeah. uh, doctors, nurses, uh, business uh, leaders, just community members, you know, people from the church. Um, right. It's going to be great to hear all these voices and, and just reiterate to everybody watching and listening that, you're not alone. You're not alone. We're all in this together. We can stand up and stop it now. Like you said. Right. And, and I love that we're in a studio that has a big table because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. there's it. What we're saying is come to the table. Let's discuss this, but let's keep freedom and personal rights. 
number one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that's huge. That's huge. So come to the table. That's come to the table. Yeah. There was, um, do you want to discuss the scripture, um, that was put into question by a couple people, uh, yeah. Last couple of days? Um, I mean, you can, you can talk about, it. it was Romans 13 talking about, um, you know, acknowledging government and obeying government and, and all of that. And I, I'm not questioning that. I do question how sometimes it's put. Um, but I, I just want to, I just want to say this, uh, the Lord says, and Paul says to the church in Corinth, but, um, he says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy spirit? So if you're a believer, this is who I'm talking to right now, right? Yep. Um, that your body is a temple of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have heard from God and you are not your own for you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body in your spirit, which are God's here's, here's the whole deal forcing you to put something in your body. It's not my body anyway, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I got born again, this, my Rob died, I died. And so, so now I'm alive in Christ, which means he lives in me. And so this, it isn't my choice. What I put in my body, uh, it's a temple. It is a place where he resides. And so if the government wants to cross that line with a mandate, I have to seek the Lord and I have to come to the table with him. You know, I love communion and I uh, don't want to get into all this really, but I love communion because the Lord wants to come and have communion with us. And, uh, and you know, one of us could go out and tell people, this is what we think and this is what you should do. And if they made the decision on that factor, somewhere down the line, they're going to say, I don't agree with them anymore or whatever. And that decision is going to be questioned forever. Mm-hmm. What we're in the season of is you have to go to the Lord and get the answer for what this is all about. It can't be something that you just, uh, it can't be something that you just say, Oh, my bank account says that I need to keep my job. So I'm going to do the, do the thing or what you have to know. You have to know from a source that isn't uh, going to waver. And, uh, and so going to the Lord and saying, listen, um, this mandate says this. Uh, I don't believe that the mandate is right, but I need to know what you say. And so that has been the process that, that people have gone through here at, at the church and, and that I've counseled people through is, um, you know, the mandate isn't a law, by the way. Right. <laughs> I think too many people are overlooking that. It's not a law. Um, they could never pass it as a law um, because senators and representatives don't have to get it. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting little tip. They're not mandated to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, I think it is interesting to point out. Um, so so what, what we have to do in this hour, um, you know, and there's people that are going to listen to this that aren't believers. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally cool with all that. Like I'm, it's awesome. I love to just meet with people. Like, um, we are in a place where we get the opportunity to be doing life with so many people. But what I tell them is this, there's, there's a knowing, there's a knowing. Um, I remember, I remember before I met Jesus, like in a real tangible way, like there were things that I knew were wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's wrong. This thing that you encounter, whatever it is, you know, it's wrong. 
but I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. I was just a religious person. Like, like I, I sometimes went to church and you know, all that. Yeah. Um, but, but here's the thing. I still had something and I knew that this something about this just wasn't right. And then I met the Lord and I began to a relationship with him. And, uh, and now I talk with him and we, we have, you know, we go back and forth and, and, uh, and now I know that he gives clear direction when asked about what to do with these things, but he gives me clear direction, Josh, he gives me clear direction about what I'm to do with my temple, my body. Um, I'm not here to tell anybody else what to do with theirs, but I am here to tell you that if the government is telling you what to do with yours and it doesn't match up with what the Lord says to do with yours, I would go with the Lord. <laughs> yeah, probably every time. Every time. Probably the right choice. Every time. Yeah. But see, we've, we've just got to have this conversation because Absolutely. the pressure on the outside, the pressure, the storm that is brewing around our lives all the time would make you think that the Lord isn't talking. Yep. But he puts a table there for us to meet with him amidst all the storm. And he says, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll talk with you about it. And that, that right there, that dialogue can help. I mean, it's, you can help believers and non-believers alike in that because no matter where you are on your faith journey or you don't have faith at all, you're searching for answers. There is, the world is coming at you hard and fast right now. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's what we said. You know, the, we got two things, medical freedom and the constitution. If, if we agree on those two things, we don't have to agree on our religious perspectives no. or our no. faith. We no. can, we can discuss it. We can debate it or we don't have to, but either way we got to stand together in those two things. Exactly. And, uh, you know, our, our country is founded on three documents, the constitution, mm -hmm. the bill of rights. What's the third one? the Bible. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, so you got me on today, so that's what you're getting. But, um, but I, I think that, I think that we just have to understand that everyone has a knower, whether they, whether yeah. they have a relationship with the Lord or not, they have a knower deep down inside. And if only a certain percentage, a small percentage of the country agrees with what's going on, that tells me that there are millions of knowers that are alarming right now. Something's yeah. not right. Yeah, your Something's spidey sense right. is going off. Right, right. Yeah. Something's not right. And if that's the case and we ignore it, if your knower is going off and you ignore it, you won't hear it next time. And that is the biggest problem. That's why I'm here today. Is that if your knower's going off that something probably isn't quite right, then you better address it because the next time the knower goes off, the alarm will be a little quieter and a little quieter and a little quieter. And we can go back to Martin Niemöller and say, the alarm went off when they came for the trade unionist, but I wasn't one. And so the alarm went off, the alarm went off, the alarm went off. When the alarm went off for me, in the end, he says, no one was there to say it for me. Yep. So right now today, the alarm is going off for the CMS mandate and, uh, and the OSHA one, that's a little held up, but it's going off for the CMS mandate. My question is, if your knower is going off, that, that all the things that Josh had talked about earlier, if, if you're feeling the knower go off, then you better address it now yep. because you might not be able to later. Yep. Stand up and uh, become one of the awakened, which is what yep. we are. Is we what are. We're, yep. we're showing everybody that it's, it's time. It's time. You, it's time. Chances are you probably already are awake to it. Uh, you know, some of this stuff, but yeah. you just haven't fully awakened to the point where it's not just my eyes are open. 
my mouth is going to open now too. My Oof. feet are going to, I'm going to stand up. But I want to address the, the elephant in the room on that. Um, okay. The elephant in the room on speaking out as we're doing right now um, is we don't know who's going to watch us. Mm -hmm. We don't know what's going to be said. We don't know. I really don't care at this point, <laughs> but um, we don't know. And so most people, I, I'm telling you from my own personal perspective here, but most people, they, they feel like if they do say something, so they understand their spidey sense of whatever you said, you know, <laughs> their, their knower is going off. It's alarming right now. And they, they've done some research. They're like, Oh my word, I need to talk about this during my next family gathering or whatever. Um, I need to talk about this because something isn't right. Um, but then they don't. And the reason is because they have this fear that when they express their opinion, that they're going to be shot down, they're going to be ridiculed. They're going to be whatever. That's called the fear of man. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and if we succumb to that, uh, there can be tragedy. If you go through history and you look through history at times when people feared that if they opened their mouth, they would get ridiculed, uh, that never ended well. No. no. And so, so I'm just here to say, if you got something in your knower and your knower's going off about any of this stuff, uh, you need to start talking about it. And we've given you a spot here, social media, wherever. Uh, you can watch more stuff on, on the AJ network, different things. You've got a place, you've got a people and they're awakened. Share your voice, become yeah. a part of it. Yep. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think sometimes we feel like, well, I don't have all the, uh, the data, the research to back up my, my knower, my feelings. I feel this is wrong, but I can't like back it up with documents or something. Who cares? Yeah. If you know something is wrong, you don't need to explain yourself to anybody else. Right. Yeah. You know, I was talking with, uh, I was talking with an organization locally that deals with trafficking, mm -hmm. um, of, of children and other things. And, uh, and they said people driving down the road notice something weird and they don't say anything, but almost every arrest in the County in which we're in comes from someone who saw something and said, that looks weird. I better call. Mm -hmm. And then they uncover this big deal, right? All we're here today to say is we're awakened. We want you to be awakened. And if you see something weird, we need your voice. We need you to point it out because you may not have all the answers, but you know that that thing is weird and you need to, we need, somebody needs to research it and somebody needs to look into it. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of those things going on all around our country right now. And we need your voice. And you're not the only one who's noticed it. Right. You're not the yeah. only one who's felt it or thought it, but you might be the first person to say it out loud. But the other people that wanted to say something, now they feel a little more encouraged. Hey, so-and-so saw this too and realized that. And maybe yeah. then they start to speak out. Yeah. Yeah. So. The collective voice has been muffled. Uh, there's been a muzzle put on, yeah. <laughs> uh, put on Americans. And it's time to take the muzzle off and say, listen, we're going to say what needs to be said in this hour. And, uh, and I believe, you know, and, and I want to give a little... Can I just go scripture for a second? Absolutely. Okay. I want to give a little thing. The The Lord came to earth. Uh, we're about ready to celebrate Christmas here soon, but the Lord came to earth and he lived on the earth as we all lived, yet without sin. Uh, that's, that's good. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. But here's what I want you to understand. He felt 
everything, every emotion, everything that we feel, he felt alone. He felt ostracized. He felt ridiculed. Obviously, they beat him and scourged him and, and all that stuff. Betrayed. He felt all of that. So if you can't find another person in your family or in your circle of influence that actually understands your emotions, he does. I would recommend, since you're you're talking about that, uh, anybody that this is resonating with, head over to uh, thesummitdover.com. And uh, your message from this past Sunday was called Enemies and Agendas. Check that out. Check it out because it explains, I mean, you address the vaccine mandate head on in the, the, most, dir- the most direct way I've ever heard anybody address it. But you do it from an understanding of Jesus, yeah. which, yeah. which was, was interesting for me because I left yesterday after your message with no longer burning anger about what's going on, but a peace about it and a clarity of what I need to do. And you it see, was, you see, uh, this scripture, James three sixteen says this, where there is envying and strife and confusion, there is an evil work. If we just understand that, that the confusion, the, the stress, the stuff, I mean, I know people that were completely healthy before this mandate and before this stuff. And now they've got all these physical ailments that are going on. And it's because they're, they're mm. in turmoil. Their soul is stirred and there's confusion. It's not of the Lord. And so, <laughs> no. so we have to be willing to say, and you can go listen to the whole thing, but we have to be willing to say, I can't carry this burden. Um, and the anger that I carry is actually probably making me sick. Yeah. And so um, we have to be willing to lay it down and the Lord takes it from us and he understands all the emotions. He's a good good pastor and he wants to care for you. And so if any of that resonates, you can go check it out. He'll probably put the, you'll put, yeah, the, I'll link. put the link in, down the link the will be in, the, yep. in the description of the podcast. But uh, above all else, I want you to know that, that even if no one in your circle understands what you're feeling, that your nowhere's going off and things feel weird. Um, I want you to know that the Lord does number one, and you've got a, you've got a tribe of people that are becoming awakened every single day. We're awakened to more. Uh, we were just watching something here in the studio before uh, before we came on, and man, we're being awakened even more. But the the key is you're not alone. You're not alone, and you have a voice. Every single person across the planet, really, yeah. every person has a voice. The problem is we haven't understood our platform. Your platform may be your spouse. Your platform may be your, your family. Your platform may be your job. Your platform may be your business. Your platform may be your church. Your platform may be city council, whatever. Wherever you are, you've got a, a sphere of influence. That's your platform. If you're silent in your platform, you're missing the greatest opportunity to save freedom in this hour. I believe it is our job in this generation to save freedom to fight for freedom, it just looks a lot different than my grandpa. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if everybody feels the same way, but I don't necessarily want to do this. I don't necessarily want to be standing up and speaking out, but I don't have a choice. Well, I guess I do. I could not, but I know what's going to happen if I don't. I'll not be able to live with myself at some point and say, I, I can't believe I never said anything. 
Yeah, because they're coming for you, yeah. according to the quote, right? And so, so standing up is a huge deal, um, and and raising your voice is a huge deal. And you're not the only voice. Even if you raise your voice on the platform in which you are given, and you get ridiculed, and there there are people that that believe you. There are people that are with you and for you. And so, I just my my biggest point that I'm feeling like just resonating right now is. We are at a place in history that people will look back on and say, thank you, or they'll say, why didn't you? <laughs> they're going to say thank you, or they're going to say, why didn't you? And I don't want to look at my great grandkids and, you know, down through the annals of time and say, uh, I didn't because I didn't feel like I had all the answers. Well, why didn't you? Yep. Yep. I heard that quote the other day. Um, it's it's going to be a lot easier for us right now to stand up and speak out than it will be for our children, than it will be for our grandchildren. It's, yeah. We need to take care of this now. It's on us. Yeah. So that's what it's we're on doing. us. And, and my encouragement is, uh, being that there's a large percentage of our country that, that is in agreement with, they, the mandate is not something that should be able to stand. Um, then we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of voices if you're going to share. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to touch on in this first I'm episode good. here? I'm good. This is great, man. All right. Thanks, well, for, so, thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, coming up and, and like I said, I'm not sure how often we're going to be putting these out. Um, we're going to be trying to get more and more of this out. So it might be every week, a couple times a week. I don't know. This week's going to be tough because it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, by the yeah, way. Exactly. Um, but we've got other topics we want to discuss in the future. I mean, like Rob said, we are currently watching through some information about COVID and the actual truth about the origins of COVID, when it all started, a very long time ago, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who time, yeah. who the different players are in COVID, how it's been covered up, and uh, who actually owns the mRNA technology, which is very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, might have something to do with who's pushing the mandate. So. Yeah. Hey, one last thing. At Thanksgiving, share your voice. <laughs> you just ruined everybody's dinners. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so thanks, Pastor Rob, for yep. for coming for on. Me. You're going to be on, I'm sure, quite a few of these. Mm -hmm. You know, um, appreciate that very much. Um, like I said, everybody, go check out aga.network. You can see all the content that is on the AGA network. Um, it's just a growing uh, platform with just truthful, uplifting, encouraging messages of hope. There's faith-based uh, messages on there to, to help everybody out. There's um, history lessons, um, you know, the truth about history. And there's um, anti, uh, you know, drug uh, prevention messages. There's just all kinds of good stuff on there for everybody. We're trying to build that up, help the community, help our nation. Um, Give people tools. Yes, exactly. And hopefully today, comment in the section below. Did this help you? Uh, did it give you some tools? Yeah. Absolutely. So download the uh, eight America's Greatest Awakening app on uh, your phone, your smart TV, anywhere you would, would download Netflix, you can download America's Greatest Awakening. So check it out. Stay tuned because we've got more of The Awakened coming soon.